Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, The Conscious Kitchen. I'm Liz, a 21st century hippie, and by that I mean I'm into all things plant-based, eco-friendly, but I hug my laptop as much as I hug trees. I'm also a photographer and marketing consultant who works with brands trying to reach conscious consumers around the world. Laura and I call LA home. We know our city and we want to share the stories of women around us. Fashion, lifestyle, politics, inspiration, and food, we'll talk about it all. Hey guys, I'm Laura, a modern day renaissance woman, designer, entrepreneur, and a creative director for all things fashion, music, and lifestyle. I do a little bit of everything. I love beauty, I indulge in wellness, and I love to eat. I can't wait to tell you more. Stay tuned. Welcome to the conscious motherfucking kitchen, <laughs> aka the conscious <laughs> raver den. <laughs> yes, we are recording from Madrid, Spain. Yep. It's 8 p.m. here, and Liz is in our infamous rave cave of our, the Yellow House in Chinatown. <laughs> yes. In LA. Over here, it's 11 a.m. Yeah. So guys, we wanted to mm-hmm. just do a recap of this whole season and just kind of catch up with our lives, me and Liz. Um, I feel like we've kind of didn't have a chance to really dive deep into a lot of our personal things and lifestyle things we're really into. So this episode, I think we're going to be able to do it and it's not going to be so serious or like talk about any of the hard hitting topics we've covered this past season, but it's going to be more light, lighthearted and fun. Yes, just more info on us, what we're up to, what we've been up to. A nice little update on all the things that we've been working on, which is a lot. Yes, I know. Yes. It's like, what are you up to, Liz? You're like, well, I have clients and uh, re- taking care of my dog that's recovering and uh, right. doing art shows. It's. I feel like it's hard because you, when you hear people like, oh, I'm doing so much, it's kind of like, wow, are they really getting anything done? done? You know? It's like, right. yeah, but I mean, I think it's that's the beauty of our generation is that we create our own rules. We are freelance entrepreneurs and we kind of make our own schedule. But there yes. are there are there are some there are some hard parts about being an entrepreneur, too. You know? Oh, dude, 100 percent. Yeah. I mean, I love I mean, yeah, a part that I think I haven't told you about that I've been just working on myself in the terms of I have to find more new clients for what I've been doing. But I kind of don't want to do that anymore. So I really want to do something different. So now I'm trying to figure out, all right, what do I want to do? What direction do I want to really head in now that I can be the the master of my own destiny doing this freelance thing? But the freelance thing is hard. It's we really got to budget and plan and plan out your life. And sometimes things are going well. And sometimes you're like, wait, I kind of want to do something different. And that's what's happening now. Right. Yeah. I know it's like even I, for Laura I know you're going through that too yeah I, I am kind of going through that and um I've just been doing a lot of investing in myself as as far as just kind of I just started getting into YouTube now since I started my YouTube channel and um going into all these like videos of like understanding finance and stocks and like how to be a self-made millionaire and all these things and it's like wow this information's been out for so long and i just it's finally taking me this many years to finally dive into it because you do get into right. these holes on youtube you know it's like right it, then it's like the celebrity makeup and then it's like this and it's like so i feel like i'm getting pulled in so many different directions but i think this year since i've been kind of taking a break but still doing all my other entrepreneurial businesses on the side is really definitely taking the time to do art and investing in knowledge and investing into myself. So 
I feel good yeah. about that because I know in time that I'll be able to put it into something, you know? Yes, for sure. And so how, how is how is the mentoring going? Because, you know, you started doing this mentorship. And tell us about mentoring and what you've been doing with that. Yeah, so I've been, you know, I was like, I have so much information for the past 12 years of, like, fashion business, um, creating a six-figure online store and creating, like, a marketing campaign and and dealing with customer service and all that stuff and I was like wow this is like valuable information that like a young entrepreneur can like they if they don't if they don't if they hate their job they can create their own business and like we have all the tools that now in our generation like Shopify and Instagram and all these tools and I was like I have to put this information out so um on my YouTube channel I'm creating a two-part series of a the road to success and then so it talks about um, it talks about business. It talks about like ways to use your credit, your credit and how to build credit. It talks about, um, ways to finance like your startup. So it's like, it's, it took me, it's like almost an hour long. So I have, I'm still editing it in Final Cut Pro, but I think nice. that, I think that information, even if it like people already know about this, it's good because anybody from different age groups can like be like, oh my God, I didn't know about that. So yes. I just want to give back this year and trying to give that free information out and uh, you know that so that has helped with my mentoring so right now i'm mentoring two people um one awesome girl that i'm uh in mentoring her name is jenny she's from miami um and she's kind of like starting from scratch learning how to build a business like a like a screen printing online business so i'm kind of helping her with she's creating her logo so i'm like okay tell your story like these are some websites you could use to create the 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 graphic design and she's like she's very thankful that i'm to i'm mentoring her but i'm getting more out of it than than what she's getting from me like i'm learning so much from just mentoring her so it's been really like it's just like an hour maybe once a week but i feel like that's like my give my besides doing this podcast and giving away like free information that's also my way of giving back yes to people yeah that's really that's always really cool you know everyone whenever you teach someone something you're relearning things too because you're explaining and you're going into looking through your brain to find out what you have in there to present to someone yeah and i think that you see all these the the most successful people in in america like the one percent they're constantly reading they're constantly you know right. like surrounding themselves with successful people constantly using their community like I, I just watched I just watched the first half of the Bill Gates documentary on Netflix. And oh yeah, I'm watching that too. Yeah, it's so great. What do you think about it? So interesting. It's really interesting. I mean, I've only I think I watched the first two episodes because it's it's an episode, it's a series, and I, I learned a lot about about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yes. And which is, you know, they're doing great work. I'm looking forward to just watching more of it and learning more about Bill Gates as a person. Because yes. I think these people that are such crazy innovators have such interesting stories. Yeah. His being one of them, you know, dropping out of college, similar to Steve Jobs, and just kind of pursuing whatever he was going to pursue. Yeah. But uh, there's a part of the documentary where he's, like, asking um, colleges, like, around the world, uh, around the nation, how to come up with a, like, um, popper... Plop, uh, pop, proper plumbing system for the toilets and public sanitation yeah. and all these things. So yeah. they were like dumbfounded and they couldn't find a solution. So they asked like yeah. all the colleges in the nation and he has access to that because everyone knows he's like the richest person in the United States. So they're going to listen oh, to I him. Know. If he has, a, if he needs an, a, if he needs a answer to a question, who's, who's like, everyone's going to be willing to help. 
So I think yeah. that's really interesting is like using your community, even though he could be living in his own bubble, being like a multi-billionaire, he's still like, right. no, 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 no. Like there's so many amazing, smart college students that are yeah. are, are good at this. Like it's, it's so cool to see him like yeah, the way his brain works, you're right. Well, I think what was interesting about that part of part of it too was that he knew that people weren't just gonna in, invent this on their own. That there needed to be some sort of bigger incentive, and so he went out and was like, you know what, I'm just gonna put out this big lump sum of money and let the world innovate this, versus trying to find a company that's gonna do it, trying to trying to find people to to make to make it work. He just was like, I'm just gonna let somebody do this on their own instead of going to some company or doing it a different way. It's all about community, man, and just yeah, the, super cool. You know, there's this other documentary on Netflix that's out um, about um, people not understanding their diagnosis to like what they've been diagnosed like these chronic illnesses. And this doctor yeah. from the New York Times, she is putting an article ever out every week online, or I forgot, like forget, like through the newspaper or through actually online, and. They're like, okay, this is the person, this is, these are their symptoms, and they can't find what's wrong with them. So people from around the world are sending in the, what they think. It's from like normal people to doctors to nurses to like, like scientists. Like, so people are gathering all the best information, and then people have actually targeted from targeted their chronic illness, and and Whoa. and there's no way that like their their local doctor couldn't figure it out, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Through the internet and through like through social media, people have gathered different parts of information and finally found out the right diagnosis and got proper treatment. Dang, that's so cool. What's that show called? I forgot, but I'm sure if you just Google, it'll come up. But it, it's amazing because okay. yeah, it's it's amazing because um, these people are really like crippled by their diagnosis. They can't figure it out. They can't figure out what their symptoms is. And she put it on the internet and someone from like Switzerland was like, oh, this is the, this is, this is the cure. This is the treatment you need. And what's crazy is that Switzerland, like a, a, a cure in Switzerland, they're like, we'll do it for free. Cause it's actually, we get information from these medical testings. So they gave her like the treatments for free instead of like what's going on in the United States about healthcare. Like, there was no option for her here and she had to right. go all the way across the world to get treatment. I know. I mean, I know a lot of people that that go to other countries, Germany and Europe to get to get medical help because yeah, our medical system, I mean, you know, it just is it's trial and error finding a good doctor and yeah. finding someone that will really dedicate the time to to properly diagnose you because you know, you see it. It's like sometimes doctors, I think I think sometimes doctors can be lazy. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, do, sorry, yeah. but I just that's my experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's also lack of um, lack lack of data too. You know, if you're yeah. if they're not willing to like, okay, stop everything and kind of dive deeper because they have to just deal with more patients. It's like it's hard for yeah. people to like stop and reeducate themselves and like really do clinical studies you know yeah so yeah. yeah I have I just I met I have a new just general doctor uh -huh. and she's she's I feel like she's around our age maybe a little bit a little bit older but she's so interesting because all the every time I talk to her about different things that I have going on the the treatments that she suggests are different probiotics uh more na you know natural cream like natural things versus yeah. it just being like oh here take this antibiotic and it's that and it's it was so refreshing to have her to have her give me different alternatives yes i really i really enjoyed that so it was nice so i hope i hope that that continues to happen within like the medical field as our generation starts being the people that are becoming doctors and 
learning as doctors or yeah. just becoming older doctors. Yeah, I love that. You know, the holistic practitioners, shout out to, you know, people that are trying to do the natural um, way, way of healing, you know. Yeah, that's what we should have next on a podcast. We got to find a, a holistic practitioner of some sort or doctor. That'd be cool. I mean, there's plenty of them in Los Angeles. For oh, sure. yeah, for sure. I know. So tell me. So now so now that we're talking about that, tell me about how everything has been in Spain. So Spain. Wow. I mean, it's been almost eight months since I moved here. And just to kind of impact, unpack everything has been I'm trying to like write, I, obviously I write in my journal and all these things, but I think yeah. more than ever, um, it is great because I feel like there's so many different relationships I was catering to that I really narrowed down like my friendships and I have a, a really small tight knit group of friends that are my extended family. And it's so great because I get to talk to them more. I feel like more our bonds got even closer and yeah. all the extra energy I was putting out and giving to all these different groups of people kind of just disappeared. And now I funnel that energy into my the, my arts and projects. So, nice. you know, so I think that Mad Madrid is really cool. I, I've been trying to hang out with more older women too, like around seven, like 70 years old, they're artists. Yeah, so and cool. so I've been trying to hang out with just older women, kind of understanding like where their journey is and just trying to hang out with different people out of my circle so I can kind of yeah. get a different perspective on life here yes like out of a totally different circle you know not someone that that has too much in common with you yeah is so interesting yeah yeah so yeah, I've been watching you and the friendships flourish yes yep I know how so how's everything over there in LA yeah, so LA is hot and it's been such an interesting summer, right? Because our summer kind of came late. So it's been hot and interesting and it still feels like summer. So it's been, it's been, it's been things are happening over here in LA. Lots of different events, oh. always different things occurring and music and all that kind of stuff. And then personally for me, LA has just been a place where I've been channeling my clarity and just really trying to see, all right, what am I going to, you know, what do I want to do next? So I've been really trying to tap into LA and the people that I have around me. And if I have an idea of something that I want to do with them, I'm just going for it and just be like, hey, I have this idea. I want to do this. Are you down? Yes. <laughs> so I'm just following my intuition. And usually I, I, I wouldn't really pursue certain types of projects that are popping up in my mind, but now I just feel like I should just pursue them. And so I've just, I'm just putting, putting my ego and um, insecurity aside and just telling people it. And if they're down, they're down. And if they're not, then it was a good practice in me pushing past feeling insecure to pitch someone something, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's, so that's, that's been great. so, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, it's your intuition is kind of also, it's not just your intuition. It's also when you're around like a quiet time or a quiet place it's also your heart talking to you you know yes. it's like what your heart's been yeah. wanting it's what your heart's trying to say it's what your heart is, is trying to tell you it's what your heart is trying yes. to tell your brain so you know stay curious but, but sometimes curious. our brain our brain gets in the way you know because mm -hmm. our brain's like wait you don't really want to do that or, <laughs> you do, or you don't you know it's yeah so this time i'm, I'm really trying to push the brain away and just yes. being like you know what you go over there i don't, I don't really need you right now <laughs> yes so it's been it's been interesting too, and I think one of the things that has been propelling this clarity that I've been having is, I've never been a person to carry around stones, you know, the gemstones like 
amethyst and all those kind of things people uh-huh. have always you know we have friends that have always just they carry them around everywhere yeah i've never been one of those people but the new, the, a few weeks ago the new wave of crystal uh, uh yes. healing yeah i've always had crystals yeah but i just never and i wore them as part of like jewelry and stuff but uh-huh. not in my pocket and a few weeks ago i i had a client uh that needed help with a a, a non-profit animal rescue and they were just having an event, so I went to take some photos and do some Facebook stuff. Mm-hmm. And they there they had a lady doing just giving out crystals and doing crystal readings. And I met I met this lady, and she gave me and I picked this this uh, stone that I can't remember what it's called, but I picked it because it really felt like it was calling me. And I wow. picked it up, and and it turned out that that stone is is really a stone for for manifesting and really just having you show up for yourself. And so she said, you know what, just put it, just put it like in your bra or just put it in your pocket, wherever, and just carry it around. And I was like, mm, okay. And I thought about it. And then again, I had that moment where it was like, oh, my brain is usually like, no, nah, you don't need to carry that. But my gut was kind of like, you should carry this. <laughs> so I've been carrying it for um, almost a month now. Dude, that's awesome. And I've just been putting it in my bra and sometimes it'll fall and Chris will be like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's not a cocaine bag, I promise. <laughs> and it's so funny but i feel like it's been helping in a way dude so, i mean yeah. these are ancient rocks from the deep crevices of the earth they have some sort of spiritual clairvoyancy yes. power who knows you know yes you know better so that true. than than things you the artificial stuff yeah and now that we're in our 30s you know it's 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 time to, I don't know, now just push the brain out and push the insecurities and just not worry about that kind of stuff. Hell yeah, I agree. You know, yeah. I mean, I battle with myself what? every day for sure. Like, every I don't day. know, it's hard because we're so heavily on social media. I mean, yeah. unless you're taking like a week detox or a month detox, which is a lot of willpower. Yeah. But I mean, I think that I deal with so, uh, so much... Um, I think before when I first started feeling like the doubt of comparison, like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough... Um, I slowly started understanding, especially with this podcast and, and just speaking to so much people that I am on my own path and those people's lives are not what it seems online and mm-hmm. all of these things. And I think that's kind of, it helps ease, ease the anxiety and it helps ease the stress. But I think that yeah. I, you know, with all this, I feel a bit better, but I, it's still hard. I still feel like a cri- crippling thing about that, you know, for sure. But you took a really big step. In, in pursuing singing and making music and i want to know about that yeah. I, tell me maybe hopefully maybe we can play the, the song yeah we should definitely put it in here in the, <laughs> the podcast yay um, okay so i don't know i mean i think so my dad passed away when i was 17 and shout out to to dad out there in heaven yes rest in peace but he passed away when i was 17 and like he would always sing he'd always sing like frank sinatra and like sing like billy holiday and like you know when your parents do things you always think it's super annoying but i can't right. i forgot that i i have that part of me in my in my childhood I, I guess i somehow like blocked it out i don't know from trauma or what but yeah our christmases all my aunts and uncles would be like playing the guitar and my aunts would be singing on the piano and wow. a lot of my cousins still sing and it's like and so I kind of understood like the how to use your vocal range and all these things. And I've always was like, damn, like if I had my other like li- dream life, it would be, it'd be to be a touring musician. And so I don't know. I never pursued that. I just right went into fashion because fashion it was something I started doing since I was uh, like high school and to college right. and then 
owning a business for 13 years. So um, I started, I met my boyfriend's best friend, Masha. She's um, a Russian jazz singer. She lives in the beach here in Spain. And we started trading uh, musical singing classes for me yeah. editing her closet. So I've been editing Whoa, her. I, 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 yeah, I love that. <laughs> Let's talk about that again. Let's loop back to that again. Okay. Keep, keep going. <laughs> so basically this magical Russian teacher and she was like, it's not just your voice that people that have insecurities about their voice is because something happened to them as a teenager that like makes them so insecure that they are never, they're never secure about singing. And I was like, right. holy shit. When I was 14, this girl Marlene was like, dude, you sing too much. Like in the car, like while we were like really? in high school, bumping our music, and she was like, "You sing too much." And thing is, as a oh. as a Filipino person, it's like ingrained in our culture and our heritage to sing, sing karaoke, sing out yes. loud. It's and like for other cultures, they look at us and they're like, "Dude, yeah, you do sing too much." Like, what the hell? <laughs> Dude, yeah, but I mean that's like expression and shit. Yes, and yes you're totally right. I think I think that is a part of it. It is a part of of the culture and Filipinos' hearts. It really is yes. singing, singing and dancing and performing. Oh my god, entertainment all day. So yes. so I never stopped. I would I would I would try to sing in high school. Even like at family parties, I would get stage fright. I'd freeze up and I never start. I never sang after I was like 15, 16 years old. And yeah. I remember, like, sometimes, like, throughout my 20s, I would get really high, and then I'd sing. And then when I sang, I was just like, damn, like, why do I have the courage now, only when I'm high, to sing and, like, be free and let yeah. go? Because I kind of, like, maybe I, like, muted the the emotional um, insecurity I had, and then I would sing, and it felt so good. So I've taken three classes with Masha now, and so cool. she's teaching me, like, vocal pitch and, like... Um, kind of increasing my 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 confidence in singing and understanding the breath work and it's it's super intense it's like the whole hour i have with yeah. her it's like 40 minutes of just breathing and and vocal range and yeah. these uh, methods of training like the same kind of training that michael jackson used when he was pr preparing to sing a song and then it would wow, be the yeah. rest would be like actually just singing like a song so yeah i've had four classes with her and i feel a bit more confident and just kind of like singing and just being silly and not giving a fuck so it's been yes. fun and freeing and then i know yeah i miss i miss i miss your singing you know after because you would sing in the house sometimes and i'd always be like laura can you just <laughs> sing more make a song make a song and so now so i i i missed your singing when when you moved to spain i was like oh <laughs> now, like, but now, now we get to play your song. So when Laura, so Laura made three songs. Yes, super random, super they're random. They're up on SoundCloud already. Right? Yeah, Sound, SoundCloud. Yeah, we made this quick. Yeah. Um, it, one random rainy night here in Madrid, we went to our friend um, Nasita's house. She's like this amazing lesbian artist, and she was like, hey, I sat down in her studio and I was like, let's make let's. I was like, let's make music. So me, my boyfriend, and Asita sat down for four hours in like the pouring so cool. rain and just created uh, crazy music. Like one was like a, oh. a rock, a raw, a rock track. Another track was like more trip hop, slow instrumental, and then the other one was like yeah. dance hip hop. I mean dance dance techno music. So I love it. Yeah, it was just fun, and I I can't wait to experiment more and kind of like yeah. let go of my inhibitions. And who cares if no one ever hears my music as long as that yes. I'm like doing something that my like 
when I was singing, like every cell in my body was like singing and like happy and like, damn, this is something I have to do. E- even if it's a yeah. hobby, as long as I could do it and just kind of free myself from this hindrance that I've been trying to like, like a little shell in- inside of like a little, a clam inside a shell, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think every time that we practice that, making ourselves uncomfortable and pushing past insecurities, we 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 get stronger for sure. And it's and it's just a matter of time before we we knock down another one and another one. So it's such good practice to just keep doing it and just like you said, you're making this for you and putting it out there. It's it's for you to just put it out into the world and and enjoy and have fun. And that's what we're supposed to be here to do. Right. Like music yes. and like music touches so many people's souls and and mm-hmm. and relates to some people going through breakups and uh, yeah you know it's so it's so healing and it's cathartic for me so i know i mean it's just fun to experiment and it's great my boyfriend's a professional music producer so it doesn't hurt that yes. he can he can master like three tracks and our our Fuck voices yeah. just literally in four hours and one song would take someone like for isn't that that's like <laughs> such a blessing like dang that like fate worked out that way it's dude it's amazing and russ is amazing shout out to russ shout out to russ check our, out. our check technical producer <laughs> yes our technical is, producer the for, this, for the conscious kitchen he's the third yeah and brian is he's and the third our homie brian is the fourth <laughs> yes yeah it's 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 so cool so what else what else have you been what else have you been pushing past and learning in your in your 30s now you know i mean i think um my 30s is just great i feel like you know i realized i am ba- i am at war with myself and if i'm lagging on anything it's because it's because of me it's like oh i can do it yeah. next week i can do it next week it's like if you start now like you're one step closer. You're one step closer to yeah. the dream. You're one step closer to your goal. It's like just stop with the excuses, and it's so hard, it's right, so Liz? Hard. As like as entrepreneur, it's so like freelance, it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard in general, even even for work, but even just for myself. You know, it's we we're, we're we can make any excuse. Everything is an excuse, and I think sometimes we try to stick to those things because it's it's the easier way out versus confronting something that you're afraid to do yes, or really yes. really planning something and getting it done but you're right once you start doing it you just start doing it it's just like it just it goes off like this podcast you know we had been talking about the podcast for how long <laughs> a year and then finally we were like we were like dude let's sit down let's do this shit who cares if it's not perfect let's just do it and and now we've been doing it for for months and we have eight episodes and so, yeah it's, can it's, you believe you it? just gotta decide yes which one to do our, do our first episode i think was december 8th and somehow we got mics <laughs> with little investment. Um, I'm borrowing a friend's who has this insane $1,200 microphone we're borrowing. Beats by yep. Dre, shout out to Beats by Dre sending yep. us headphones. Shout out you to know, Beats. You, I mean, you really don't, it doesn't matter like how you're gonna get there. You really just need to set the plan and just attack right. it and ask, ask people. Sure. That's the hardest thing is asking for help. That's the hardest oh, yeah, part, definitely. you know? But, you know, we're doing this podcast as a labor of love. It's not for anyone's gain. It's really just telling everyone's stories and our community needs that. These stories to relate to. The world needs it. Yeah, the world just needs more people to relate to and to personify different types of personalities and different types of stories like you said in backgrounds and that's what we hope to continue to do and if you if there's ever something that you really want us to do an episode on please email us instagram message us and we'll find someone here in la and we'll make it work yeah exactly you know community is the key is the juicy is the juicy word 
community. Yeah. And I what think, do you think, when do you, do you think, uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, no, no. I think that, um, you know, m- majority of the time people are like, how, how do I do, like, how am I going to do this or how am I going to get there? It's like some of these stories might have the answer to what you're looking mm-hmm. for. So it's like, yeah, tune in, guys, learn, learn more. <laughs> yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. I know. Um, okay. So let's get to some fun stuff. Yes. What have you been shopping for for fall? <laughs> what have I been shopping for for fall? Anything. You know what? I, yeah. Really, lately, lately I have been, lately I always only shop at thrift stores. I try really hard to buy all my clothing at thrift stores. Everything, basically. Amazing. Literally everything. So break, t- break it down on, on, on why you use thrift stores. And I've seen a lot of YouTubers on about why they, why they um, shop vintage now. And I understand for your, their perspective, but I want to hear your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing this thing for, for a long time. Like this thrift store shopping. I've been, <laughs> you know, I have a lot of, I think, experience in uh, thrifting. I've been doing it since I lived in New Jersey and I used to go to all the thrift stores and yes. sometimes I wouldn't walk out with anything and I would just rummage through things and find things. And I really love it. I love it because to me, everything that I buy, I know there might be another one out there somewhere, but to everything, everything to me feels one of a kind. You know, I love finding vintage things and no, no hate, no hate on like the places that, that resell, but that's just not my style. Like I prefer to buy, I prefer to find come ups. Like I want to find a vintage jacket for $5. That is fucking dope. You know? Yes. And the quality is so just the same. So that's kind of what I do. The quality is just yeah, not the I, same so yeah and the quality from the vintage stuff is so it's so nice and so so i go to all the different thrift stores every city that i visit i try to stop at at least one to two thrift stores chris is super on board with this and so since we travel a lot we're always able to stop at at least one or two yes and i always leave a little bit of extra room in my luggage so i can like bring (laughs) stuff back to that's important yeah Um, and so then i just i love the pieces you get you always have like the best like liz always gets these really fun um, whether the pattern, whether it's like these yeah. trims, like always something shiny, always something different yes. and always something that com- that's completely different. So I love that you don't really have a particular style, but it's definitely eye catching, no. you know, and, yeah. um, and I no think style just like fun. And I just want to be fun. <laughs> yes. Liz is a real life fairy guys. <laughs> oh, I know. I wish I could just flow all day. She's literally like a, a real life fairy. It's insane. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes. I'll go to the next level when I can float around for the rest of my life. <laughs> yes. So it's it's so, it's yeah. autumn here in in Madrid, and yeah. um. So yeah, I've been trying to find something thick, you know. But yeah, I mean, going back to the vintage, you, you bought a you got a jacket, right? Yes. So um, going back yeah. to the vintage part, I am I totally agree with you. I love to mix high and low, and I think that yeah. it's just this thrill you get, and you're also mm-hmm. you're also helping with not by buying brand new things. Exactly. You know, and helping with, because how much waste is there? Do you know how much waste there is in just clothing consumption? So, you know, the, the clothing industry is one of the most wasteful industries. And and that's what I feel like people will highlight. It's like, you're highlighting all yeah. this plastic. It's like clothing, waste, and fast fashion's were way worse. It's wor- I mean, they're all, you know, they're all, everything is equally as bad because they're all... I feel like animal agriculture, the clothing industry and plastic, like they're all just, you know, their own, their own level of, of not good for the planet and not good for humanity because with fast fashion, you know, it's, it's not just about producing things that no one's going to buy and producing things at a low cost and not worrying about the textiles and the materials that it's made in. It's also about who's making your clothing. Yeah. And 
that's super important because all around the world, women are making our clothing. And those women are only getting paid a few dollars. And they're working all day to just earn these few dollars. And, you know, as a, as a, as a feminist or feminist, feminist issues to be looked at, that's definitely one of the things that all of us women should be looking at because we shouldn't be supporting industries that are not taking care of women that are head of the household, that have children, that are providing for their families. And these companies are selling their, their clothing that they produce at a very low cost for triple, quadruple the amount of time just to kind of get high salaries for their VPs. It's like, really? Those people that are making it should be getting those salaries, not your VPs. Exactly. And, you but, know, it's there's only like one. And it's crazy. I feel like there's not enough coverage on it, too. Um, yeah. The Netflix, the, Netflix, the Netflix movie, The Cost of, or what's it called? So, yeah, on Netflix right now, there's a movie called The True Cost, and that's a really great documentary. Amazing. It really highlights a lot of the stories of different women, different companies, and it shows you fast fashion, H&M, and Forever 21, mm -hmm. and all those companies, you know, the, that buying something from them, the implications are, are greater than just walking out of the store with, with a shirt that you're going to wear for a few months, you know? Exactly. So, yeah, so shopping at thrift stores is just, things are, there's so many things that already exist. Why not just use the things that exist? Exactly. I think, you know, yeah. our, our generation, like social media, it's like, okay, well, you know, Balenciaga, Hermes, it's like, it's more for the status and it could be for the quality depending right. on who, who it is. But I definitely right. think that, um, you know, there's not even enough coverage for people to think about it. Like, why am I buying right. Zara fast fashion? You know, uh, like there's not enough coverage. So I think there needs to be more coverage and to see what yes. the big, big, big global impact is for clothing waste. You know, well, it's it's an it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time to be a conscious consumer because the world is really changing and people are are looking into things before they buy something. Exactly. So it is it is a t it's a time now where companies are are finally catching on and you know, yeah. making their own their own versions of more eco-friendly slash yeah. um, ethically produced things. Yes. However, we all need to be really careful because there are companies that will do greenwashing and greenwashing is like a term in marketing where they they, they say that they are, let's say, ethical and, and that they're producing something of good quality, but really there's no marketing laws. So they can be really saying whatever they want. Exactly. So as a conscious consumer, we really need to invest, go on their website, read everything, email them, ask them direct questions, like make sure that we know 100% what we're getting. Yeah. And that's in all industries, yeah. food, clothing, everything, because, you know, companies just be lying on things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just not like the waste, but it's also like the dyes and the synthetics and the yeah. pesticides they're using in the cotton and the polyester. So, you know, um, I really sat, sat with it. And since yeah. I got rid of so much clothes, moving to Spain literally came with like three suitcases. So it was like, I had this opportunity now, I'm freezing my balls off here in Madrid. So I was like, you know, this is like my chance to like really care about what I'm buying. So yeah, um, yeah so recently I got like um, a jacket um, it cost a bit of a, a bit of money, but it was it's cool because it's this Milan brand, and I would I didn't get any down. I was like, okay, definitely, how am I going to survive in this type of weather? Um, I definitely mm -hmm. didn't want it down. So this jacket I got it was made um, of Thermore technology, which is this crazy like um, the brand is called Espessi, and their motto is ma making no statement since 1969. So it's pretty oh, cool. Wow. I was like, wow. I was like, okay, cool. So I looked into it and it's like this patent technology called Thermo Thermore Technology and 50% of the garment 
garments materials are recycled which is really oh, cool, cool which is really cool and i was like wow like i i really need to think about this and when i yes. when i bought this jacket i was like okay am i going to use this in the, for the next five to six years Am I really gonna? Right. Is this gonna pass trends? Is this is this garment gonna be a color that I'm actually gonna use every day? Is it really gonna last me? Are the buttons gonna last right. so long that I'm gonna keep it for the next six years? Like I was very, right. like I really thought it out. I really was sitting there. I was like, okay, I'll be X amount of years in this time. So. When I got the jacket, I was like, you know what? This is gonna last me five to six years. It won't be a fast, yes. fa fast fashion item that I could buy at Zara. Yes. The trend might be super on point, but really, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be in my closet that long. So I made sure that when I invested in this jacket yesterday, it was definitely gonna be useful. Um, yes. So shout out to yeah. Thermore Technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think that that's one of the keys to shopping to shopping consciously is not just buying things that are big statement pieces that you think you're gonna you're gonna wear for this season and then they're out of out of the season like they're not on trend anymore. Exactly. It's it's buying it's buying essentials things that mm -hmm. things that will you can carry on for that you know live on beyond trends and can and you can carry on throughout years exactly and people say that yeah. like you know and like oh the chanel classic clutch bag or things like that it's like you could shop like that for your clothes it doesn't have to be like a statement bag that you're going to use for the next 10 years it could be your jacket right. it could be even your socks and underwear you know yes um even if it's like wool but it's like you could use that wool piece for like six seven years instead of this cheap polyester cotton blend that you're going to throw away literally in two months you know so yes. kind of really think but about if it you are gonna wear but if you are gonna wear wool yes. please look at some wool videos first yes. <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah so yes. try not to get wool cotton um or synthetics <laughs> cotton or other you know i mean you know I, I think i think there's something if you buy wool like at a thrift store because that wool already existed for however long but you know when when buying animal products uh, uh brand new it's there's definitely an animal from very you know very relatively within that time frame that was that was probably used not nicely for exactly. whatever that material is yes so you know there's differences and there's scales and there's no right or wrong it just is you got to find what you know what works for you mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so i also got um a vintage used flannel that's like it was 10 bucks and i got a, a used leather jacket i definitely cannot buy anything new leather at all like right. it's just it just feel horrible about it so it's a super vintage jacket i got that and yeah that's pretty much how i prepared myself for fall this time i still need definitely get that's like nice. a few things but you know i i definitely i understand now the the term of investment pieces like i'm not gonna lie when i was 16 the highlight of my going back to school was like my mom took me forever 21 so i was kind of like brainwashed at this oh, fast really? yes yeah wow so I like mean, yeah that was because forever 21 started in la so i didn't really know about forever 21 until i was like and i don't know like older until they started expanding exactly so you know they, oh my god all these amazing trendy pieces for so cheap wow, but that's what yeah. um, the normal american family when they're going to the right. mall they don't know about these crazy i know situations they don't know the cost yeah. of the goods they have no idea that a lady yeah. from bang blank bangladesh made that you know yeah i mean even 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 me you know even us it's every day we learn something new on some crazy industry like i was watching that show explained damn netflix you gotta sponsor us or something because we're just throwing <laughs> we're just throwing you out there yeah but um i was watching that show explained and they were talking about was it explained i think it was explained oh maybe it was a different one but anyway they were talking about uh, a war with garlic and i was just shocked that the garlic industry even the garlic industry has these crazy 
things behind it. It's like mafia and shit. It made, me th- it, it made me realize, I was like, dude, everything is fucked up. We just don't know about it. Exactly. But once we start looking into things, it's like, man, you uncover that, man. The We just got to just put more of that information out there. And luckily, we're in the 21st century and we can share this shit. So share any information and everything that you have and put it out there because it's like it's important to for everyone to know about fast fashion about the mafia with garlic about avocados in mexico have you heard about that oh my god it's like the cartel it's crazy even right now in chile there's you know there's this this huge water sort shortage because they've been growing so much avocados to export yeah and obviously you know the chileans can't even eat the avocados and they're and we're using all their water to, to export all these avocados it's it's crazy, it's crazy. water is going to be the biggest source of of everything it's going to be the new water's yeah yeah it's going to water's going to be it yeah. so you guys be cautious about your water usage make sure that you are not wasting your water making sure that yeah. you're not just like r- letting your water run making sure that you're using right. products that don't use so much water to actually create the product yes. whether it's your, your clothes your um fruits vegetables any type of things that need water which everything involves water just be, be, look right. into it look into the cost it of is. water you know because they're not costing it correctly and that's why it's getting super wasted yeah and well and and that and and pollution you know that we're not we're we're not really protecting the environment and the environment is our, our our natural water sources and right now like you said people dump all these crazy dyes and all these terrible ca- pesticides and chemicals into mm-hmm. rivers and that's clean water that is no longer drinkable exactly. so it's definitely you know definitely an issue things are definitely occurring so Dude. let's talk about let's talk about shopping shopping bulk and doing refill because yeah. me and Laura have really you know I mean that was yeah it's 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 a thing it's a thing Liz is super in- inspired me to um to be super gung-ho about the refill zero waste grocery store system yeah so it's tell so me- cool that you ended up finding <laughs> you, find, you found one in madrid yeah so madrid's been kind of hard because i feel like in la i was so used to these kind of places where it's like okay zero waste all these holistic stores things that you can you know these crazy small boutique cook cutter independent brand like places you can do these things but in madrid it's not like that it's like i feel like it's a bit like seven years back but also very because yeah, everything is in plastic right everything is comes in plastic yeah and i don't live close yeah. to the center and that's where more most of the hipsters are and like i'm basically a hipster oh. basically a hipster that's conscious i know i'm always like i don't want to be a hipster but oh like, yeah know. we're con <laughs> so yeah so it was cool like i um one of my airbnb properties has this place and it was this this cute little french lady and she was and every time i pass by it's closed or no one's ever in there so one day i took like my old spray my like cleaning disinfectant spray bottles and my laundry detergent bottle that was empty and i brought it over to her and i'm so glad i did because she was super helpful she filled up everything um and it, the the store was so visually beautiful to look at and i'm yeah. so glad that i did because it's it's such it's so important to shop small and support small female businesses um even yes. even though it's a bit more expensive in the long run right. it will help overall like society yeah. overall yeah and some and some things are some things some things are more expensive but some things are more affordable yeah. like when you buy it from there so it, it really just it's kind of sometimes i feel like it's 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 a wash because some things are more expensive but then some things aren't 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, nothing, 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 nothing hurts to support a small business, especially a female business. Um, yeah. yeah, and then I, she ended up selling me this skin. I have super dry skin. She sent, she gave me this super hydrating bar of soap, which is awesome. That oh, amazing. It didn't have any packaging. You know, the point is to be zero yes. waste, no packaging. Literally, just yes. Go get your shit and or don't or just reuse the the plastic or don't have any paper pa- or plastic wrapping. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Liz, so Liz cool. inspired me to do that because she's been on that tip for like the past several years. So um, yeah. I'm glad I got to go in there. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you did that and you found the, the lady and hopefully you develop a friendship with her and who knows what you'll do next. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I hope so too. And I was like, I love, it. I was like, I made sure I shout her out on my social media so people in other, nice. other parts of Madrid can go see her. I was like, I really yes. hope that the culture of our world kind of moves more towards the zero waste grocery stores. So it's kind of like a yeah. refill model, which emphasizes on reducing packaging and waste. But I actually yes. read some studies recently and they said that People that have started in New York and Barcelona and different parts of the world, after like Mm -hmm. uh, 12 months, it actually didn't change the way people, it helped a little, but overall, overall, it didn't change people's lifestyles so much because when people are so out and about in their life, they don't go back home to get their zero waste stuff. Because most people go to the grocery store when they're after work or, you know what I'm saying? So it it was like they, a lot of places shut down because, um, because of right. low sales so yes i know yeah the world the world isn't there yet but it, there definitely is a bigger consciousness than ever yes so it's like this is definitely the time for if a company or if a brand was ever going to do well this is the time yes definitely i i still think that yeah. it's going to take a few more years but i mean oh, obviously yeah. with i think with trends and especially at the rate of the planet i think these stores will obviously it's all tests you know it's like you're going to start a business it could fail wrong time like you know it's all about trends and hype i feel like yes but what's really interesting is that that mm -hmm. um sorry to tell i just want to tell you quickly um russ told me that there's a sign in our front of our building that's saying that they're going to start collecting compost from everybody in the city to to feed the feed the compost to all the parks so cool yeah dude because it makes it makes amazing fertilizer so whenever you compost your your waste becomes dirt and that dirt is fertilizer so you usually mix it with a with a bit of other dirt because it's so it's very rich it's nutrient rich and so they can use that and that's basically free fertilizer for them so cool right that's super dope yeah amazing that's that's what every city needs because that's what's that those kind of things are things that are going to change the world it's it's the city re- recognizing wait we can save money here why yeah. are we using this old archaic system exactly let's, let's make, let's do so this i feel like la that's where la and like the states might be super late because we don't have these insanely beautiful parks like right. here that's like what they give back right. to the city and the people is like these yeah. insanely gorgeous well-kept parks like millions and millions of yes. dollars they put into this so we might be late on some certain things but come on composting it's amazing yes Oh, yeah, dude. So amazing. So definitely check out Liz's uh, post on Instagram. She breaks it down on her composting. Yeah. So, I mean, remember a few months ago when we first, when we first, our first episode of the podcast, maybe or the third, I talk about, oh, what I'm doing and, and what I really am striving to do. And back then it was really commit to zero waste. So 2019 was all about less waste for me, creating less waste and really reevaluating how I shop. And so this year I... I've, we've done amazing things in our house. We've just been really able to focus on what we want to do 
and and go forward with it so i've been i've been shopping at the refill the refill stores here in la yes uh, even at, at the farmer's markets and going there because the refill station used to be there mm-hmm. and i have like a whole system going i have all my bottles uh i have like my little list i refill whenever i need and whenever i refill i just go and i refill all the things that i need versus like doing it one by one i just kind of do one trip and i refill on everything i need laundry detergent deodorant they even have toothpaste yes hand soap dish soap shampoo conditioner so i've been really having a lot of fun trying all these new products and trying to find my next go-to because you know not every shampoo is created equal so (laughs) yeah so i'm trying to find the brands and and the the refill options that that work for me and so little by little i'm finding these things so it's been so great hell yeah and then also yeah and like you said we, we had we did a podcast i mean, not a podcast but this is a podcast we did a we did a blog on that and it shares all of the different refill options all throughout la for spices for vegetables hell i have yeah. a list of all the different things so that's on plantlikethings.com and you guys should definitely use that as a resource because i did so much work and i want to save you guys time so it'll be it'll be nice if you used it <laughs> yes this is the the number one in la i'm telling you guys you guys need to you guys are sleeping on plant like things so plant like check it yes. out so yes dude pro- talking but about also pro- oh, i want i want to talk about composting too because okay. we've now been composting for six months uh-huh. and and we haven't made fertilizer yet but we were supposed to make fertilizer at the six month mark and we're finally making like dirt and almost all of our compost is more dirt than it is waste That's you know so our, awesome. our, our, our trash and it's so it's so fun i can't take any of the dirt yet but i, I know i'll be able to too in like probably a few more months but it's so nice because our trash decreased by 50 to 75 percent we take out like a trash bag once every two weeks damn that's awesome isn't that crazy i realized that our trash was almost all vegetable scraps because we eat a lot of vegetables and i was like man I can't believe it. And so even we even have a friend. I have a friend. Corinne now brings her composting over to the house. And so in a way, I'm even starting like a little mini community compost because she brings all her compost over and I'm helping her save trash. And then also using putting it to work, you know, putting all these nutrient dense things Mm -hmm. that we consider trash to work. Damn, you guys are gold, dude. I'm going to get my composting shit on lock (laughs) over here in Madrid. All right. Fuck. <laughs> that's so dope yes, hell yes. yes i can't wait i can't wait yeah i so, mean yeah. patience you gotta have patience you gotta be mindful and you have to prepare yourself yeah. too you're like okay this is gonna go to the compost bin like you just have to right. put that extra time in i know it's a pain in the ass and it is conveniency is the reason why our planet is literally suffering so exactly get out of yeah. being convenient get out of it being convenient get out of your comfort zone yeah start composting i mean yeah. I could tell you to do all this shit, but it's really up to you. And it's your own timeline. Ultimately. But, you know, we're just trying to give mm-hmm. this information out so people can get inspired. Yeah. And, you know, what what works for us isn't going to work for everybody. Exactly. So if, if maybe if, if veganism is something that you don't want to do, then maybe you can compost. And if composting is something that you can do, then maybe refill. It, it's not about doing anything perfectly. It's about 
doing something, whatever that is for you. And so I think it, that's why that's why it's super important. Exactly. And we it's it's important to also reevaluate how we live our lives. And mm-hmm. for me, you know, I I now carry I carry my my refill stuff with me all the time. Like I have a, a bag where all my stuff is in there. And whenever I'm going to the store, I pick up that bag and I and I go to the store and I have everything already set up. So as soon as something's dirty, I wash it, I clean, I put it back in that bag. And it just has helped me stay organized and it's helped me future it's helped me really commit to this less waste living and lifestyle hell yeah do you know anybody that's this fucking dedicated i don't think you do <laughs> anybody so get <laughs> only with on a the friend. internet yeah exactly like <laughs> on the internet but not dude, i haven't met anyone else in real life dude yeah exactly because you guys are definitely i mean there's people and generations have been doing it years and years before us but i think yes. that our generation is everyone, all these memes talking about, oh, these generational wounds and these traumas and stuff. And it's like, we're getting to rewrite how we want to live our future. We don't have to do it the way our yeah. parents did or our great grandparents did or whatever. Yes. So now it's like our time to rewrite the rules, you know, work, do it w- with what works for you. And if you're going to be like mm-hmm. a gangster like Liz and keeping your fucking stuff in your backpack so be it and if you look crazy that's fine <laughs> i know but I know too. yeah sometimes people are like what you're like and you're like extreme this is so much because you are you that. are an and extremist is, when it comes yeah. to like zero ways veganism but liz is great yeah. because her and chris don't like shove it down your throat like other activists liz is very like oh yeah mm-hmm. do your thing <laughs> yeah 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 i think you know i think it's important to meet people where they are and the every every type of voice and activism need, there's a place for for all of them because i think different different voices change and and affect different people but for me what for me i found that it just works best when i i allow people to ask me things and come to me whenever whenever they need help and i support my friends and whatever they do they do and i just hope that they all they're all doing their best and yes. that's it yes i mean You know, I think everyone's inspired by everyone's movements, you know, whether it be big or small, you know, I think we all just have to be conscious and not where it needs to be like this crazy money making situation or like, because I could see how some zero waste things can be generated into buying more stuff too. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, you might not have the beautiful um, glass jars to put your your stuff in. It's like, it's okay. You don't have to everything everything doesn't have to be so like blog worthy or post worthy or like you know home decor ready you know you could use the the same plastic stuff you could use stuff that you have around in your house again it doesn't have to be so extreme you know so don't feel like that's key using using what you already have you know because those those things already exist you know so it's like you have a bunch of old salsa you have a bunch of salsas in your in your fridge and then once you're done with them, use those things to buy bulk, to go get beans from the bulk section. Exactly. Whatever. Just use all those things. Like, yeah, it'd be nice to have all the, the super foo-foo fancy stuff, but that's not necessary. It's and not that necessary. can come with time. Yeah. yeah. If anything, invest in a label maker. That's what you should get. Yes, <laughs> dude. Oh, my God. I know. Thank you. <laughs> it's like some people, have, some people have aesthetic. You know, that's aesthetic better be on point. Okay, guys. Right. So moving on yeah. to what we want to talk to next. Um, are you? Do you have any new products that you're enjoying? New or old products that you like are totally all about? I mean, I love I love rose water, and so I'm I just I'm like obsessed with rose water, and I'm really obsessed with uh, essential essential oil essential oil kind of perfumey type things. Yes, that one that you gave me. Remember when we went to that to Topanga? Oh yeah, yeah. 
I love that thing. And so I, that's kind of what I'm really excited about for now. It's like that kind of stuff. Essential oils. And continuing to try all this refill stuff. Just really trying to find, like I re- right now I really need to buy a, a face wash. I'm out of face wash, but I can't find a refill face wash yet. That's so I'm hard. really, I'm, I'm really just doing all the research, trying to find what face wash is going to be the next thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could do it. I mean, I'm sure if you could, you could probably make your own essential one with like some sort of natural glycerin. I'm sure you can. Maybe. Pro- yeah, I mean, it's fine to yeah. just test it out and like it doesn't hurt because, you know, yeah. I've, I've, I'm, I've worked with so many like beauty brands and I see that majority of the time, like their cost of goods is like $3. And they're selling for yeah, like 50, not, f- 50 yeah. bucks. It's like, it's crazy. The markup right. these beauty brands make, even like these clean product brands. It's mm-hmm. like, you could probably just make it from your own kitchen. Oh, it's it's true. And there is there is a, a store here that, that is a refill type store. And what this store is good for is to buy stuff to make your own cosmetics. Because yes. they're the th- the things that they have are, are are really are really geared towards making your own. So maybe maybe I'll look up some recipes on the internet and try to and try to make that. So for me, products that I'm enjoying are just things that I'm that I'm trying to either like make or just learn just learn about. Okay. Liz, I have to yeah. run to the restroom so bad I was trying to hold it. <laughs> so I'm just okay, going to okay. put it down and stay still. Okay, I'll okay. be right back. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Oh, I'm going to go too then. Okay. Okay. Hello? Hello? All right, so... (laughs) I hear you, Salami. Liz? Yes, I'm here. Okay, damn, I need to use the bathroom super bad. <laughs> I know, that was good too. I had, to, I had to use the bathroom too. Okay. Okay, so what do we want to talk about? What do we want to talk about for the rest of it? Should we go into, should we go into like um, the gossip and relationship advice and then and then just talk about uh what we learned with the podcast and then and then cut it there or should we keep yeah i think that's fine yeah i mean it's been it's still it's not about... it's not it's still nothing juicy which is yeah i feel like we always talk about this crazy like conscious stuff and i feel like i wish that we kind of talked more about more fun stuff what girls actually want to hear you know <laughs> so then so then why don't we do so why don't we do the gossip stuff and but try to put this gossip stuff in the begin in like closer to the beginning of the episode okay got it yeah so that like so that this stuff is so that that takes kind of more precedent and that that pushes people to listen to it longer 
Yeah. Okay. We'll so see. We can go I don't into know how to like the gossip. Thing, but we'll Let's go it into out. the gossip, gossip and events, gossip and events that we've attended. Because like you know, there's some gossip and events we attend too. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to talk about. I'm gonna try hypnotherapy next week, but that's not a big deal. Okay. I can talk about how I was, how it is after. Oh yeah, true. Okay. What do you think? Should we do those two things and then? Um. No, let's just talk about the gossip part, I guess. The gossip and do you want to talk about the like events and stuff or no? Hmm. We talk about that. The, maybe what I miss about LA. I think that's pretty good. Okay. People are like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. So what 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 you miss about LA and then gossip and then and then um and then maybe just what we hope for the next season. Got it. And then we'll try to put like the gossipy stuff in the front of the episode. Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay, so let's see. What do you, you want to start with? Okay, we could start with what you miss about LA. Yes. So oh, hold on, Slami's walking upstairs. Your <laughs> <laughs> little nails. Okay, okay. Yeah, Laura. So tell us now that you've been in Spain. How how long have you been in Spain now? Eight months. Six months. Oh, eight, eight months. months. Yeah. Whoa. I know. What do you miss about? What do you miss about LA? I and miss. What? I miss. I mean, just I'm gonna be super raw about what the fuck I miss about LA. It's. It's. Yeah. I definitely miss the Mexican food. That's one damn thing I miss. I think yeah. I said that in the last podcast. I'm like, wow. Like leaving LA, I took so many things for granted, and I think that always happens with everything. Could be relationships. Could be definitely. like things you were sleeping on. I miss LA. Yes. I'm, you know what I miss? I mean, I was so dialed in in Los Angeles. I feel like with networking and my friends and just events and where to go, yeah. how to get around. Um, I miss like, I feel like there was like a privilege in LA, which just sounds so like stuck up and could be egotistical. But I feel like mm. I miss the privilege, the gifting, you know, getting free stuff all the time in LA I and know. like the amazing fun <laughs> events. It's like I'm out here in Madrid. Yeah. And my network is really small and I'm growing and I'm learning I'm learning and I'm meeting new people but yeah. relearning from like the PR companies to to amazing people that are throwing the events it's taking it's going to take like another 3 to 4 years. I don't know how long I'll be yeah. in Madrid, but I do miss LA and I miss I miss that fun diverse culture of like race and genders right. and and man I miss seeing like Mexicans and Puerto Ricans and black people and Asian people and damn it's like because it's a lot of like white Spanish people here you know mm. yeah yeah so you, you miss you miss culture and diversity <sighs> yeah because the LA culture gifting and events and parties and Dude. music and being next to celebrities and your friend dating the celebrity it's, it's such a part of LA you know it's, it's, like it's the, definitely the entertainment is relentless in the yeah. in LA it's like you need to go to an art show you want to listen to a foodie podcast like whatever yep. it's there like anything yeah. you are you want to touch is there and but that's where all the distraction comes from too you know yeah so how, how so what are the parties and how's the gifting in in Madrid and why is it different I mean I feel like Madrid is late on kind of product seating to people and I okay. think that it's important to let people try and give out your product for free. If you have like a product or a brand or yeah. any type of service, you need to give out a lot of free things for people to review, tell their friends. Word of mouth is huge. Word of mouth. That's yeah. the biggest thing. It's like Uber didn't even like advertise that hard. I'm sure they did when they first started, but it's like, it's word of mouth, you know? 
So yeah. Um, yeah, I just got gifted these cool um, organic tampons from this brand called Woma Land. Um, it's supposed to be nice. pesticide free and all these things, which was cool because I couldn't find any organic tampons in the supermarkets here. Oh, like, no. I mean, unless I go to like a crazy bio market, bio market, but right. I don't want to uh-huh. do that because I don't know. I just didn't want to do that. I, I'd rather still shop small when it comes to like sanitary stuff. Um, okay. So I'm excited to try that. Uh, and um, yeah, I just it's, it's I just miss my friends and damn the, that that vibe in LA is just I grew up in the, I grew up in that and I fucking miss the shit of, shit of it. But yeah, you know, every day I'm here, I, I'm like sometimes I'm looking out my fucking window. I'm like, damn, I can't believe I live in Spain. Like, holy fuck, this is amazing. Like, yeah, dude, I mean, I, I think you don't you don't realize things about where you grew up until you leave and you don't really appreciate places like LA until you leave and just kind of really spend a lot of time somewhere else yeah LA is super special like I mean I I tell everyone this that it's just there's something happening every every night and there's just something different happening every and there's just so many so much to get inspired by I mean, yes. And if it's not the entertainment, you can go into the woods. You can go into the desert. It's just I miss the camping with yeah. my buddies. And, you know, I, I know. miss I miss going to the beach. I missed all of that. And <laughs> Spain has it all yeah. and it has it better, too. But I just have to tap into yeah. it more. I have to get more settled. Like people and it's hard to kind yeah. of make friends here. It's like I've met like some cool people that are doing some really nice startups here. I met this dude, Harrison, who's out here doing a startup for um product design for clothing clothing manufacturing he's pretty cool he's from new york he he like worked for ralph lauren for seven years he's out here killing it and legit and it's it's just cool just to meet new people and i think that when people when you move to another country or another city it takes time guys to make a legit amount of your community it's not gonna be like four months those are probably gonna be very shallow like very empty friendships but it's gonna take you know eight months to two years to find your groove you know yeah agree for sure yeah Yeah, to find to find to find your circle to feel comfortable even for yourself just to feel comfortable with 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 someone and really build that rapport and, and experience dude exactly like can you imagine like having pets if you're like yeah. a t- if you're like a like an adult and your family doesn't even live in that same city as you, having a friend that'll watch your pet or having a friend that'll oh, like yes. watch your house to like water your plants, like do not take that for granted, y'all. Because I don't have that here in Madrid. <laughs> yeah. You know, I do, I do have yeah. that in, in a small amount, and we have family here too. But like yeah. like when I first moved here, I was like, wow, I have like seven friends that I could call in LA to help me with like watching my house. And I don't mm-hmm. have that here. And it's like, I really have to. Yeah. And you have to make sure that you can trust people, you know? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why. That's why it does take time. But, you know, but on the positive side of having to develop new friendships, you get to really choose the friends that you want. Mm-hmm. So you choose people that are on the same level and on the same path as you, which I think is a really unique experience as yes. well, because now you really get to design who you have around you. Yes, yeah. And really and really put the time into who you want to put the time into. Yeah, I mean, I met like the first person I met was this really awesome uh, group of girls, Patricia and her sister and Asita. They're all into healing. They're all into spirituality, but they're into fashion. They're nice. into music. And I'm like, wow, you guys are on my wave and you guys are not like egotistical at all. You guys are not some crazy like Instagram influencers. They're just real ass people. And, yeah. and it's just really nice and refreshing because there's this kind of 
like LA can go really hard on like the entertaining and the stunting and the and the influence, but Spain masters the art of relaxation and enjoying life and not yeah. needing to yeah, like that's... impress and not needing to flex and yeah. not needing it's like it's extremely rude extremely rude to ask what do you, what do you what do you do in a, in oh, spain really? like it's like forbidden no way yes dude Wow. yes isn't that crazy and like yeah that's the first thing you do when you move when you're in la or in another in a, in a crazy city like that's like oh what do you do yeah or i know i don't like it i don't like when people do that i'm just kind of like oh, i don't know <laughs> like do i gotta tell you all right away i just met you i know yeah but it's because it's because people are are looking for 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 connects here you know it's like like they're looking for things to do so it's like oh what do you do like how how can maybe we do something together so i feel like people but yeah i think yeah that definitely is i feel like that would be more freeing to not exactly know that about someone because yeah then you're really because sometimes somebody will be like oh well i'm an accountant so then automatically you're like oh well they must be good with numbers and they must not really like people and all these different things right yeah. but without knowing what they are you really just see them for who they are yes and and, yeah. and it's crazy because it's like it's like um in la even if you go into like a dope industry party or a dope like store opening there is this kind of kind of there's pers- a spider there's a spider here sorry <laughs> right in front of my face he landed down right in front of my face he's saying okay. hi keep going okay yeah he's like so what are you saying hi. about la <laughs> um <laughs> spider okay. So when you walk into a party in LA, there's still a kind of pretentiousness. Even if you're some, even if you're someone that everyone loves in LA, there's still a form of pretentiousness and this kind of like I'm too cool type of vibe. And like Spain does not mm. have that, and I'm, yeah. it's so fucking refreshing. Even like the biggest influencers here that I've I've had a chance to hang out with, they don't even have that. They're not even they're not even like oh dude I gotta go or like oh man yeah. I gotta I gotta move I gotta move I gotta keep moving. And it's like it's not like that right. here. People are really. They're, they're gonna be here for the dinner if that's four or five hours and they're chilling and they're conversating with everybody and they're kissing every single person when they leave on the cheek it's like it's the crazy I love it. it's a crazy connection here people love to connect yeah. like everyone connects yeah. here it's like on this other level and it's like I really needed to leave like LA to kind of understand another form of social socializ- socializing yeah. you know so so when so when you had that taco night, let's say you had like a big taco night and you had all your <laughs> friends over, no one was checking their phone really. No. Oh, so nice. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It, it's always I love I love when when people come over and nobody checks their phone and you're like in this time warp. Yeah, and they support you, and I feel like in LA it's hard because people are doing so much in LA. You know, whether it mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. their family parties or a new event or a speaking event or like come to my party. It's like people are really yeah. supporting here. And I and it's really it's really refreshing, you know. But uh, fuck, yeah. dude. I, regardless of how dope Spain is, I fucking miss LA. I miss the food. I miss yeah. my friends. I miss the vibe. <laughs> the vibe there, like driving in the fucking car with your music, with your buds, like going to the beach, going camping. Like there's mm-hmm. there's just like an unforgettable feeling. This magic. Yes, I can't. You know, can't wait for you to come. Can't <laughs> wait for you to come back and. Uh, <laughs> and go camping with us and stuff yes let's do it up yeah we have a we have a wedding to plan yeah i'm excited (laughs) the wedding yeah yeah we'll talk about that in some other episode there's so much to plan (laughs) yes (laughs) so uh, So me so about la hold on laura laura can you hold on a second i gotta check these text messages they're for my client oh great awesome okay hold on Okay, sorry. Okay, let's keep going. 
Um, Continue here. Okay, so uh, speaking about friends, um, what is yeah. everyone going through right now? A lot, I, a lot of our friends are kind of going through these crazy shifts. Yes. And breakups, whether it be with their boyfriends or with their best friends, all that stuff. There's like yeah, this crazy Or their shift. brother or their sister. It, it just <laughs> seems like there's this this energy that's happening that's, I don't know, either cleansing people from your path that no longer suit where you're at, or it's just, you know, big shifts happening. And yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious as to why that's occurring, because a lot of our friends, like you said, are going through a lot of different things. Yeah. I mean, I think... That, that's just part of life definitely like some of my yeah. girlfriends are having uh they're breaking up with their boyfriends or guys that they're dating and usually i feel like when my girlfriends break up with their boyfriends it's always like this ongoing story about like i don't know what happened or like what should i do it's kind of like this unhealthy pattern of like expressing how they feel or what they're going through and now yeah. i'm talking to all my girlfriends that are going through these breakups and they're all kind of like in this health in this amazing healthy state they're like okay i know mm. what i need to do i need to like mm -hmm. be get on my health game um mm -hmm. you know i need to I, i'll be fine in a few months like it's crazy you know before when my friends used to bring up their boyfriends they talk all this shit about their the guy now they don't even talk shit yes. about the guy they're like oh it actually didn't work it's fine <laughs> Yes. I, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think. Well, I think it's because because the age that we're all at, you know, it's we know that if things don't suit us, like then they go away. And it all makes sense. Looking back, everything, every every relationship, every fight, every every step. I feel like when you look back, makes sense. Yeah. And and we were all we all turned out fine, you know, so it's I think everyone will be fine. They just got to navigate the wave of change that's currently occurring yeah or like shit talking about the person it's like people like if you're gonna get in a fight with someone and you're gonna shit talk shit talk about them or about everything it's like if for example if my friend is gonna talk shit about her ex-boyfriend i you can't agree with them if they're gonna end up getting back with them <laughs> right i know that's hard <laughs> you know it's it that's i think that's I the hardest part is like he's like this or he's whack and, and then you're like yeah you're right he is whack and he is a piece of shit and then two months later they're back together the smarter thing to do ladies is not just to support and listen do not like yeah. chime in do not tell her what she needs to do just listen and right. be there because i've i've mm -hmm. been there where i'm like yeah you're right he is a piece of shit and then she get and then they get back together in two months so it's like <laughs> And then you're like, Dah. and then you just feel funny or then maybe they don't feel like they can come to you for future things that are occurring. Exactly. Because, because you know you, too much you dirt. Said bad things about them. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. that definitely just keep it open. Keep your heart open and just listen yeah. and support for sure. And yeah. And trust the process. If, if, if something, if someone just isn't feeling you energetically and you're just, you guys just aren't on the same wavelength, then it's okay to, to step away from someone, you know, friend, friend, let's call them friend breakups for lack of a better exactly. term, but you know, it's, it's okay. It's, it's, it's important. We all evolve as people. And sometimes friends don't evolve to the same place where you're at or they evolve to a different place and so it, it's good to it's good to just cleanse that if, if if it needs to yeah i mean i think it's hard it that the hard part is like is definitely it's so easier said than done because I especially know, yeah. when friends get arguments you kind of you go back to the comfort you know even like right. even if the it's a toxic comfort it's something that yeah. you're used to having so it's it that's the part is like breaking off the tech to the toxic uh, fighting, you know, having creating boundaries and actually staying with those boundaries, you know, I think that's very important. So, mm -hmm. you know, you know what you got to do. 
You just gotta yes. write a letter, put it on your wall, and make sure that you and you you understand your you understand your boundaries and make sure that no one is taking away that energy from you. You know. Hmm. Yes, you always yeah. gotta be your biggest like advocate. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's okay. it, Lizzie. Oh, oh wait, let's talk about we're gonna talk about for what we want to what we hope for the next season. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about what you learned from creating this. What we learned from creating the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this, so that those clips we're gonna go like kind of closer to the beginning. So then we'll we'll just yeah. So we'll just go into okay. You want to ask me? Yeah. So Liz, okay, okay. So it's our eighth. This will be our ninth episode. How? I yeah. mean, I feel like this podcast was extremely like made from the heart. It was made from like yeah. our heart and it I feel like it was very easygoing and stress free, even though some things were hard to coordinate. But other than that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like this was just a joyful project that we kind of embarked on. How do, how do you feel about it? How do you feel? What did yeah, you I learn from creating this podcast? Yeah. I mean, the first thing I learned was just that creating a podcast is a lot of it's, it's a lot of work, you know, yes. it's, it's definitely yes, it's rewarding, but it's a lot of work. Like you said, coordinating, coordinating schedules and, and getting guests in here, picking, picking guests and pitching them to one another because, you know, we 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 work on everything collaboratively. So if I have an idea of somebody that I want to be on the show, we talk about it first. And so it's been it's been it's been a lot of fun to to just put in a different type of work into something and then watch like this labor of love turn into things that our friends are listening to and people are supporting and things that we can listen to as well. So it's it's been cool. I've I've learned I've just learned how to how to up my game for continuing to work and then exactly. do all of that stuff for like this pot and just learning all the stuff with the podcast with the audio and just there's so much more to learn so we're just it's just been fun to learn yes yeah yeah i mean i think this podcast has been challenging and i think that you know sharing these different diverse range of women's stories is super vital yeah. for our society and women going into the next 2020 year yes um yeah. you know you know our first podcast was December 8th and we've had recorded eight hard hitting topics. And I yeah. think that with each episode, it'll get better and better and we'll learn mm-hmm. more and more of, you know, this is our first project, but it's so, yeah. it, I think it's so vital for content, digital cr- content creators like us to have different forms of, of, of communication. We did it audio. Mm-hmm. We can have, you can have visual you mm-hmm. have Instagram. So if some one of those shut out, mm-hmm. shut down, make sure that you yes. are putting out different types of content. And this is our other form of giving back. And it's another yes. form of media, you know? So yeah. it's been fun. It is. Yeah, it's, it's been it's been super fun. And it's it's exciting to meet all the new people that we've had on the show as well. Some of the some of them are people that I know and then some are people that, you know. And so we get to just meet these different people. I've, I got to meet, you know, Lauren. And that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So even within this process, we get to meet new people, just like you guys get to meet new people by listening to their stories and he- hearing their experiences. Yeah. Um, my family recently, my my uncle uh, passed away and all my family members were in um, a van together and yeah. um, we, we interviewed Nicole Gomez, my cousin who's a chef, about her yeah. journey through the culinary Hollywood 
um, field and they they listened to it and they're like, wow, like we, they oh, didn't really? know, they didn't so much, they didn't know anything about her, her career or who she's dating yeah. now. And it's like, so they're all in the van listening and it's, it's really cool. It's like a storytelling. It's so important and it's so important. That. It's so vital for us to keep the pendulum moving and push the needle forward, you know? Yeah, that's so cool that they they all listen to it. Yeah. I love that. Even her mom was in the car. So she cute. just like her oh mom was gosh. like, I didn't know she's dating someone new. I'm like, well, now you know. <laughs> no, okay. oh, I wish we had a. I wish we had a. I wish we had a. Um, sorry, my video cut out. I'm restarting it. No, I wish we had a video of them listening to it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be super cute. Yeah. So, um, you know, what I hope for next season for the Conscious Kitchen. Um, you know, the title says it all, you know, usually, you know, you meet with people in the kitchen. It's like the heart of it's the heart of your home. And you keep these conversations going, meaningful conversations that are yes. hard to hear, hard to hear sometimes. But in the long run, they will resonate with you. You can relate to someone, whether it mm -hmm. be like their story or a struggle they've been to been through. So, you know, we hope for next season we'll have just better technical improvements and better guests and, you know, just brand brand sponsorship that resonate with us that want to make quality content. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, our, our, our previous guests were so amazing. We just want to continue to give you guys something to listen to that resonates with you. So our goal with this podcast is to have an episode that you can go on there and you can be like, wait, that that's me. I want to listen to this. So mm -hmm. we just want to continue to further talking about those discussions and those topics that are hard hitting and resonate with somebody out there in the world so a lot of good topics coming up next yes and yeah, you know and we just hope for part, we're just riding this wave of like this healing consciousness and you know for more love out in those audio waves more love to the planet hopefully we're all mm -hmm. healing and the planet's healing and you know, as much mm -hmm. conscious awakening as possible, you know, yes. I think that's super important. And, and just, you know, it would really help us if you just tell a friend, subscribe to our podcast, or, you know, mm -hmm. share, share one of our Instagram posts, like that's, that's all that we need for, for people to hear us more globally and to have a bit a bigger podcast community. Yes, yeah, yeah, just share and like laura said you can even leave us a review that's super helpful just put it out there just get it get it get it out there and get it going and so we can just keep telling different stories and if you have any suggestions on things that you want us to cover or, or just any suggestions that you want to send through please send them along constructive criticism is everything and yes. so we rely on that and that's and we appreciate it yes so that concludes the last episode of our season one of the conscious kitchen at the rave yeah. day rave de, rave den in la <laughs> welcome and yeah. in my studio welcome in madrid Yes. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, See oh, you oh. guys soon. Yes. Wait, quick shout out to Beats by Dre. Shout out to my amazing co-host partner, Liz. Thank you so much yes. for all the coordination and doing this journey with me. Can't wait to do season two. Biash! Yeah, I can't wait for it. Yeah, <laughs> who's, who's going to be on it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right, guys. Take all right, care. Guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. Sending love. Love, love, love.